Um, does anyone have something to sing? Yes. Welcome back to Is It Whack, your favorite movie podcast where we discuss the wackness of movies. Um, what What is whack? Let's talk about it. Wait, that's know? not a song. <laughs> Did you not hear the, the, the five-second little ditty? I, Welcome back to Is It I Whack. I have a song. I've given up I, on singing a song. Welcome back. Sorry. It's a discussion. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. We'll go back. Let's... I actually have a request from Adam. Yeah, didn't um, Adam drop a request? He did. Uh, yes. I don't want to sing uh, it. I'll sing it. I don't know okay. what tune um, it is. No offense. So I, I don't either. I think it's Timber. I think it's Timber, isn't it? So Adam prefaces with, um, can someone uh, read this? Uh, do it with plenty of enthusiasm. Ahem. It's going Dune. I'm yelling three stars. You yeah. better do. It's Timber. It's so sweet, Timber. You better do. Oh, it's Timber. But then at the end, it's also TikTok. <laughs> Let's get some spice. I don't remember <laughs> the other lyric I had in mind. And now we have uh, another song. TikTok on the clock. The effects in this rock. <laughs> and I like big words. Yeah. Um, we're talking uh, about Dune, Dune today. It's, it sounds um, like you're making those lyrics up. Adam took time to write those out, and that's what he, he came did. up with. I, I think they're actually pretty f- funny. Like, we, TikTok on the clock, the effects in this rock. They get all, like, the vernacular of the movie in there. Like, they just yes. they cram it in there, like the spice. It is quite funny. <laughs> it's all um, the points. We will I am one of your post it posts. to the IGs. Oh. We can post it to the IGs. Oh yes, I'm actually gonna handwrite it on some uh, Victorian paper, and and I'll post it. Oh, up. perfect. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Funke. Um, I'm also joined by Nara. Hi. Seb. Hello. And a special, 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 special guest. Long Fergus. Time, first time. Hi, yeah, I'm a longtime listener, first time uh, caster, <laughs> and uh, no, this is exciting. This is fun. Uh, this is a great podcast, and you guys are doing uh, you guys are doing God's work. Oh my Thank God! Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I right. love that you you're completely made, correct. You oh, made yeah. podcasters <laughs> sound way cooler than they are. Absolutely. You call no. this casters? Like I mean, like some sort of that's magic just spell. like a, a thing like you could it. call a podcaster. It's like it's like half of their name. Like, what, what else are you gonna would... call? You're gonna call him like a potty? <laughs> oh no! That's, That's not what you would call them. Call them in the <laughs> movie <laughs> Dune. Yeah, we oh, yeah. They would be called casters, or probably pots. Dune. Oh yeah, Dune kind of sounds like a name for a toilet. For some, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna go like take a, a your Dune. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I gotta go take a sit. I gotta go sit on the Dune. All right. I yeah. Um. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this movie. It is a film, um, and there's a lot of things happening in it. Honestly, I watched this, and the first time I watched it, I, I thought it was going to be like Star Wars, and I was uh, extremely mistaken um, in a lot of aspects. I mean, there's there's some themes, but I mean... It's trying to be Star Wars in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. Um, do we want to talk about a little bit about our first times uh, watching this? Sounds great. Um, this is yeah, my first sure. time. Seb, uh, this is your first time. How did it feel? Can I, I I will answer that by doing my shortest Seb summary corner of all time. I have no idea what happened in this film at any point. Really? 
I could not follow what was going on. Can't, I can clear that up in a second. We can talk about that later. But I have some insight on the story. Oh, same. Mm. I'm like really excited to actually go into everything because I was fully there, Nara. I know what you're talking about. Um, I, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Nara. No, I was just going to say my dad read all the books. So every time I didn't understand something, I paused ah. the movie and I was like, what is this? And then he cleared it up for me. <laughs> That is very good. How long did it take <laughs> to watch the movie? Yeah. Doing that. Oh, it I I just paused like later on in the movie when I'm there was no exposition and I was just like, what catch me up? Like catch me up to this point so I understand why they're doing this. Mm. So I only paused like twice. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So but you know the whole story though. Vaguely, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. The first time I watched this I was like I think it was a day after Timothy Chalamet was announced for the new one. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm bored. And it seems like uh, Netflix was advertising it hard for me because I love sci-fi, as we know. It's on Netflix. Um, yeah. I think so. I watched it on YouTube. What the hell? Dude, it was like treat the worst yourself. quality. It was like so – it was like 240. It's oh, my God. <laughs> Why would like, you do such a thing? There were comments under it. That sucks. Anyway, go on, Funke, but that's just... Ugh. Go on. Yeah. I don't know. I've never watched a film where, like, I... Well, one, it doesn't give a shit about me. I felt, like, so... So just, like, disrespected as a viewer. I don't know. I, I really took offense for how little it tried to explain a, a, a plot. Um, And I don't think that, like... I know that it has a history. It has books and it has other movies, but, like... I just don't think any piece of media should be so hard to consume. I I, I don't know. I, I was kind of off put by that, but I did like a lot of the way it looked. I liked a lot of the concepts they were going for and a lot of the tech that they uh, they showed off. But man, it was so hard to follow. It what was a, genuinely like a head scratcher. What about Southland Tales? Um, so I think this is the second movie in our Whack to the Future series, which we are in the in the middle of, I forgot to say. Um, yes, that is completely incomprehensible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I want to say Southland. Yeah, <laughs> there's more of a thread to follow. I think I think I can follow Southland. I can't follow this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's close. But I've not seen Southland, but so I can't comment. Yeah, I don't know what Southland is either. So no reference point for that. A bad dream. All I know about <laughs> Southland is that the director had to release a comic book with it to fill in the gaps that people were confused about from the like test screening. Yeah, well, he wanted it. I think he wanted to make the comic book b beforehand. There's bits of the comic in the movie. It's very confusing. Mm. I love what that movie. What is it? It the sounds guy like who, a really like sad western. It's the guy who South made Land. Donnie Darko. He made this like weird apocalyptic it's movie. The film that uh, million characters. Okay, you got it's really me. good though. It's really good. Yeah. All right. All right, all right. Um, the first time I watched this, according to my letterbox, was December the thirtieth of December, twenty eighteen. Um, I don't know why I watched it. Maybe because you gave it a one and a half star. <laughs> the first time I watched it, I gave it two stars. So I liked it. So it lost half. So it gets worse the more you watch it, apparently. Um, I don't know why I watched it the first time. I watched it with my dad. I remember just being so confused by it. This time I was just angry at it. But the reason I think I knew what it was and I knew about it is because my dad read the book. So we have all the books at my cottage. I have a comic mm -hmm. book version of like the first book of Dune. 
And then mm. I saw Jodorowsky's Dune, like, three years before. Like, when I was, right. like, 13 or something, I saw Jodorowsky's Dune. Um, Do you want to explain what that is in case so Jodorowsky's doesn't Dune, know? Uh, is oh, a, I know what that is, but yeah, go on, yeah. It's a documentary um, <laughs> I don't. about Alejandro Jodorowsky, who's this, like, uh, Spanish director who does very, like, psychedelic, like, uh, like, um experimental like experimental yeah films oh yeah yeah he did like that weird thing like on top of the mountain the or holy something mountain. or like the holy mountain yeah. just has like a cowboy with a huge hat but yes. basically he was originally gonna do dune and he had this all this great concept art done by hr giger and he had a great like cast in mind and all these grand plans for it but he just like racked the budget up so much and it wasn't going anywhere so the studio took it away from him gave it to david lynch and that's the version that is it exists right. now and so that's a documentary about the one, his version that never got made. Yeah, about the lost version of Dune. Right. Cool. But yeah. And Salvador Dali was like supposed to be in it, but or did you say that? Uh, H.R. Giger was, did all the concept art and was supposed to de- design all the sets. And then Orson Welles was supposed to be Harkonnen in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That would be weird. That's what, that, kind of, I could see that. That's like, those are the two main things that I remember. And then Mobius uh, did a lot of concept art, too. Is Harkonnen the Baron? Yeah, Baron Harkonnen, the, like, guy okay. with the pussy wounds. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, ew. <laughs> Fergus, when did you first see this? And maybe why did you want to choose this to talk about? Uh, oh, yeah, so I chose this movie, and, uh, well, th- so basically, the, the the process that to choosing this movie was that originally I wanted to do Gattaca, but then you guys did another Andrew Nichols movie, uh, is it Simone? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so I was uh what yeah, but you guys did Simone and I was like, uh let's not overdo it on the Andrew Nichols. I feel like you can overdo it on that guy. And so I was like uh uh well I knew that the movie like Funke mentioned that uh the new one's coming out, like the Denis Villeneuve one. So I was like, I'd like to know like sorta of what it is and see kind of like a comparison point for this. But yeah, yeah this was my first time and watching it, I was like yeah, this is an experience. This is uh, this is weird. And there were parts of it that I did like. Like, it's not mm-hmm. all bad. Um, and I understand that it's super hard to follow. Uh, I think I only was able to follow it because I made, like, so many notes about it. And, uh, and like, the thing, too, is I think it's also trying to cram so much in a really small space. And I hear that a lot about it's Dune. It's cramming like five books into it. The original cut oh, of the really? movie. They shot over five hours for the film. Oh, yeah. So the original Get cut. The, hell out of here. the original cut is five Why? hours. Lynch wouldn't edit it down. He was spending so much money. So then the studio took it away from him and producers recut it. And the original version of the film had a, like a ghost name on it. Like it had like a ghostwriter name. So it had the fake name on it. When it was, it was like, for TV, I think it was right? like an Alan Smithy. Yeah, they, they like yeah they put a fake name on it originally um, when it was like didn't when it did its original theatrical run. Is the five hour cut available to watch anyway? No, because this no. was in the time of VHS, so they just got rid of like I'm pretty sure they trashed all the footage. And they wow. asked him to come back and like recut it, and he has said no over oh, the years because he just saw the movie, right? Yeah, he doesn't. He didn't like how he's treated apparently on the set. Oh. I don't know why. I remember actually uh, um, my teacher, uh, I brought this up with my teacher, or not my teacher, my supervisor for my internship, and he was mentioning that um, he talked to the editor of this movie. His name is Anthony Gibbs, 
And he was saying, yeah, David Lynch was just in a really bad place when they made this movie. So, like, that I think he just was, so like, much. not feeling it. That it's in the bloody so spice yeah. mines. Oh, for it, sure. It ju- it's just, it has no regard to, like, the viewer. I, I it's, just, okay. the, it's a stressful movie. It's, like, a s- stressful movie to watch at times. It's, Did you guys <laughs> see him in the bloody spice mines? He has a cameo. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, the, he's no. there. He's one of the miners. No. He's like, hey, I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, we don't, everyone's going to die in the spice mines. What do I do? <laughs> oh, that was him? Yeah. Yeah, you could tell. I did not notice. I was not paying attention. But yeah. Okay. Seb, do you could... want to summarize? Here's yeah. what There's I would some... like to do you... on this episode. Yes. And uh, I'm open to, you know, doing something else. But there's an episode of Funke's podcast that I listened to one time where, Funke, you got one of your friends to summarize Kingdom Hearts. Yes. And uh, you had no idea what they're talking about. And that was kind of fun. And I wondered if Nara and Fergus want to walk us through what is going on here. Uh, I would actually love that. Because I don't have anything really to say. Like, I agree that the visuals are incredible. um, But even the performances and stuff, I didn't really know how to engage with. Because I didn't know what was happening. I have so many things to say about the performances. but Same. I have, like, a ton of notes. (laughs) Can I say one thing before um, you guys teach me everything about Dune? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um... I uh, actually I'm pulling from my letterbox review from when I first watched it. Uh, here are my notes. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin works as a cool space prince. Yep. I think he should have had more opportunities to play that role. I wish he was in Star Wars. I think it would have aced it. Um, Guys, Kyle McLaughlin's a snack. He's he a is. good. He's a good-looking man. And one <laughs> thing about this movie is that it just feels so weird. Like it feels like a weird dream version of Star Wars to me. Um, and Kind of like Pokemon and Digimon, just like that weird, like they're kind of the same, but they're very different on some fundamental levels. Um, but I am interested in the world of Dune. So I mm-hmm. I do want to know what the fuck is going on, why there's two blue moons, what is with the spice and the sandworms and the... Uh, the fight at the beginning when they were doing all this the weird the freaking cubes. cubes oh the the, they were, the shielding oh, the shielding the, sh- the sound cube the weird like the weirding like, modules like <laughs> I thought that was gonna come oh. back I thought they were setting that up <laughs> so it would come back do you, you could use it later. that's like Windows ninety eight or no this came out in the eighties so this is like oh this is so weird it's like Tron <laughs> yeah it's a bit like Tron I, I have a question we can cut this out Adam you can cut this out if you want or you can leave it in. Leave it in, Adam. Um, if there are mm. parts that we are confused about, I can also, after, get my father to give me a good recording of rundown of what Dune is about because he has read all the books. That, I wish your dad would be on cool. this ball. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can we can piece together what we what we yeah have. we can spice that in at some point. Yeah, and right. I will I will get Ken's rundown on Dune. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Nara, how about? I was thinking we could start with like going through all the like terminology because they're going to throw a lot of like words at people. And I feel like it's important to be like, this is what this is. And like, this is what this is. Yeah. Like, does that, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the, 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 what are the main terms? Spice. Okay. Spice. Spice is a bit, is a, an important one. And that's the thing. It's like, it gives people powers. So and it's like, or. Spice is a drug that gives people ability to fold time. Or fold space so that way you can travel through space without moving. Oh. But the is, only is that the only thing it can do. That's 
Yeah, that's like its main. Can't property. you like see the future with spice or something? I'm not. Yeah, there's so. Okay. The only people that so you know the guy at the very beginning who was wheeled in in that giant tank and had a huge brain and like a weird little piggy nose. Yes. Me, that yeah. is that <laughs> guy was in a tank full of spice and he is one of the like elders who is able to fold time. Not everybody can fold time using the spice. Only those people from that sect that spent their entire life perfecting that art can fold time. That's or a folds, guy. That's a human. Yeah, that's a human that's been evolved and mutated by the spice so oh so they and, and that, sorry <laughs> oh, oh no i just had a question so they they fold space the, this yeah this guy folds space just for himself or for, for, the whole for anybody so that's like his role in this universe that sect their job is to fold space that's why the other and you have to learn how to and do you it. have to learn how to do it and the people that were like wheeling him in in the weird black coats that they couldn't really with walk the vacuums. in with the vacuums they were like lower ranking of that so they couldn't fold um space yet but they like <laughs> telepathically communicated with this guy in the tank and with each other that's why they had to use like the weird translator thingy to um so they're training to get to that point to fold space did and the movie say this no <laughs> yeah like yes there was the info dump at the very beginning but it wasn't clear that not everybody could fold space that only the specific like um like group of people could fold space yeah i thought you could pick it up and then fold space no and not to jump ahead but can't the people like the um, the people who are on the planet where the spice is from the fremen i know i was we're gonna get to that but uh the fremen can't they also they're they're involved with the spice like don't they get some stuff like they because that's where their eyes are blue that's where their eyes are blue i don't really why are their eyes i I don't know Okay. Their okay. eyes are blue because of the spice, but I don't know if they have any other abilities besides that because of the spice. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> well, there's other terms we should probably get wait, wait, to wait. as well. I just what? want to say for the listeners, if anyone hasn't seen the film, the guy Nara is describing, it's so hard to even imagine that's a human being. Like, it looks like an alien monster. Like, we're overstating. You're like, it's a guy with a pig nose. He's like a flying alien. <laughs> Oh, it's like, so weird. Yeah, he's so huge. you know, you know, there's that one part where you're like, "What is happening?" Where it's like the weird alien just flying towards this cube. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, Do you know the that's the that's brain guy from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, yeah. he looks Krang. like Krang. That's Wait. who I'm thinking, like Krang. Like he looks he a bit like Krang. Wait, Nara, there. Nara, what was happening when he was flying towards the cube? That was him folding space. Oh, okay. The, I like. I think that's what it's supposed to represent. I didn't oh, understand. That's what those anim- that's what those animated sequences were like. We saw all those weird things with like the circular, yeah. like the boom, boom. That's now it makes sense. Okay. So so wait, <laughs> he's doing that in order for someone else to travel. Yeah, he's like transporting other people. <laughs> so that was like just a transitional shot. Yes, I, I think. <laughs> like like a spice Uber. Yeah, a spice Uber. <laughs> so interesting. <laughs> yeah. So that's spice. Fremen. I, I have a question. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the. Cult of women. Oh, the bald. The what are they oh, called? Oh, the Bene Gesserit. Be- the cult of women bald. Yes, the bald um, mental ladies. Yeah. So the bald <laughs> ladies, they are like mind readers. Yeah. The Bene Gesserit. Okay. Um, and then the Paul's mother is a Bene Gesserit. Okay. Yeah. She kind of looked like one of them. Paul, yeah, and then the uh, lady. There's also the older lady. Yeah, like the older Bene Gesserit. She works for the his Emperor. Hand in the box. Yeah, so she works. So, here's another like, thing. So the Emperor. Mm-hmm. But she's evil, right? No, she's not 
evil. She's just trying to. She's just kind of mean. She's trying to. Pro- so basically, this is how my father explained to it. Dune is a political story. It's not like it's not a fantasy story. It's a political story that takes place in this like fantasy world. So it takes these like feudal structures where it's like you have different like unions essentially. So the like space folders are like one union or one like class of workers like equivalent to like masons. And then the Bene Gesserit are another class of workers like monks or whatever. And then you have mm. the Harkonnen. Is it like Game of Thrones? Yeah, kind of. So okay. you have these different classes of like people and workers. And then it's like um, the reason the um emperor who's the guy in the like gaudy like or gaudy yeah. like golden thing he over he's like the high king and then um paul's family and the harkonnens are lords and they're basically like um landlords of different planets okay so okay. they are like so- they're not the highest ruling class they're below the emperor Right, and the emperor doesn't like yeah. them. The emperor, <gasps> no, the emperor wants control over the spice, but because of the systems, he has to lease out the mines, like the contract to mine the spice to these different families. And the emperor was the guy who was talking to the floating, yeah, um, weird yeah. looking guy. Yeah. Okay, okay. Cool. So, so wait, the the movie opens on the emperor and the floating guy talking, and the floating guy is like, "This Paul guy is trouble," right? Yes. That's about as much as I could follow. Like, I kind of <laughs> lost track after that. Why is Paul trouble? Because Paul is, like, He's the... special. Okay, I want to okay, get into yeah. this one. So, the Paul is basically, like, the chosen one. He's the... Uh, I wrote this down. It's really hard to say. It's the Quitsatz Hatterack. Yeah. Um, yes, the Quitsatz Hatterack. And it's, like, it's it's spelled with a K. Um, and it's, like, so... It's Where so, is the yeah. K? Um, at the beginning. <laughs> right at the beginning. Okay. But, okay. Um, but basically, the Quitsatz Hatterack is, like, this super being, like, this, like chosen one like i said basically and um he just has superpowers like he has like the same powers that his mom and like all the bene gesserit have because he can kind of like do weird like mind things as well but then his powers are also get way more powerful and like um when he's exposed to spice yes because um he he we can we can jump ahead but he winds up like take like go riding a worm like mm-hmm. um and like he's just crazy like yeah. he's like the chosen one that's the best way yeah. to describe it he is it partially and... sorry is it partially because he is descended from one of the uh psychic monks the ben the bene Gesser? yeah oh What's yeah name, Seb? he was her mom <laughs> or his mom lady jessica was supposed to have a daughter like everyone was like people were like have a daughter and then i don't know how she does this but she's like no like i'm gonna have a son and then she has a son and everyone and she's like what the hell like we told you not to she's like well it's my body so she does that's because <laughs> that that like clan of people can only or it's only women right? yeah the bunny yeah. are all women and so she fucked up the whole thing she was like i want a son well the reason she, she had the son is because paul's father she fell in love with him originally she was just like yeah originally paul's was, father is leto atreides yeah, just leto like going atreides. forward yeah, yeah leto atreides she had a son because she fell in love with him because originally she was just like his concubine but she fell in love with him and then she was like if i bear him a son then he we will get married so that's why mm. she had a son oh, okay great 
That's that. Okay, that makes sense. So she was kind of like, if we have a son, like I'm like locking this in. Yeah, she's like, I'm yeah. locking this down. I'm He's locking down this. Okay, cool, ring on cool. It. cool. Yeah. So yeah, nice. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. In this universe, you can just choose the gender of your child. I maybe it was like, if you think you're gonna have a son, you have to kill him. Okay. Jesus Christ. Also, these Bene Gesser can do like a lot of stuff. So like, I'm like willing just to be like, yeah, that's a power that they have. Sure. Okay. Is that I they was can? Just confirm. Yeah. Yeah, but like maybe she could like mind read the baby and like. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Interesting. There's. Oh, so how? Uh, what? Yeah. So, so no. Oh, I just wanted. So after. The, the emperor. Not the Duke knows that that Paul is a <laughs> don't laugh that Paul is a <laughs> issue. <laughs> so the reason what next? So after, <laughs> after he figures out that Paul's an issue, that's why he ended the contract with the Harkonnens mining on um, Arrakis, which is the Fremen planet where the spice is from. Um, right. He ended that contract because he knew the Harkonnens wouldn't give it up because they're like a greedy like um, clan of people. Um, the redheads. Yeah, mm-hmm. the redheads. So like Sting and those people. Yes. Um, so he he like knew they wouldn't give it up. So then he gave the Atreides the new lease because he thought that there would be a civil war, which there ends up, or like a war, which there ends up being, and then Paul would get killed in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't. That's not even that direct though. Like this guy said, <laughs> Paul is like. I'm just I'm just thinking of like Star Wars like they would be like okay let's hunt this fucking kid down let's yeah, kill him. He's playing twelve dimensional chess. It's so yeah. weird because this film it's like all of it is expedition exposition all of it is info dumping like it's so much tell don't show but you don't understand any of what they're telling well, you. That's not an effective way to get the audience to understand information to yeah. just like op- yeah. open on someone speaking into the camera like you have to show these things. Like yeah, you have to show the dynamics between characters and whatever. Every scene is so much. It's just like dumping like here's all these words you need to know and here's like three new characters and like... and 10 weird <laughs> visuals. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Oh, on the co- topic of weird, this isn't a big part but weirding mo- modules which end up saving Arrakis or like the Fremen people from getting destroyed by the Harkonnens. Does anybody want to explain what weirding is? Uh, I don't actually. Oh, weirding. Oh, weirdling is like the power that they're like teach us the weirdling power. Yeah, that's like the pa- that's basically what he does. That's what Paul does. Yeah. So what Paul does is he can do like weirding or whatever, which is like he can just blow stuff up using sound waves. But the way that yes. the way that most people need to do it is they need to attach this like weird sh- like speaker around their throat so that way it like and channel and, it through the gun. yeah and channel and then have a gun attached to them to channel those like sound waves to destroy stuff oh, but then paul's no. like i can just do this by talking Whoa. who uses that gun i don't i don't Everyone. i can't think of the gun we see him like teaching people how to use it patrick stewart has it Patrick Stewart at the start. At the start yeah. Yes, right? Patrick Stewart, my man. Okay. I'm when they when they bring out the like shiny thing with like the blades and he like sets little bits on fire and like blows up little bits. Oh yeah, okay. And he's yeah, like yeah. set oh, the sure, range right. to two meters. Yeah. Right, right, right. Okay. Um. Near so I'm end. I'm sensing. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is not a conventional you know Star Wars type story. I think you guys already said that. But it's it's more about these larger systems. And like you're you're watching kind of from a bird's eye view, 
Like, there's mm-hmm. kind of the one hero guy, but it's not like you're rooting for this one band of characters who is good, and then there's other characters who are bad. Like, it's you're watching the whole system. Yeah. Oh, Am it's right? complicated. Yeah, there's, like, classes. And, yeah. like, uh, I think we're, we're initially thought to be, like, oh, the Harkonnens are, like, Republicans, and, like, they're that, like, pieces of shit. And, like, the Atreides are, like, the good, like... They're just out to like get peace with everyone. They just want to be nice. But then you kind—I of, think you kind of see that maybe even like they're like kind of looming over the Freeman as well. Because then they, right. people kind of think of them as very lowly, but they're way yeah. more powerful than people think. Yeah, and like big in numbers, and so that's totally like a metaphor. And they—they um, they live yeah. very lavishly while the Fremen kind of live in these caves, right? Yeah, yeah. and yes. it's, it's also like one of those things where it's like they're in this city where they're like so another thing is are these worms i don't really understand the worms are the dust are the spice and the spice is the worms i don't understand that part oh me neither i'm lost that's <laughs> weird i i don't understand the relationship between the worms and the spice but there's like this risk on when they're mining the spice it's really dangerous because the um tremors from like the mining machines get these giant sandworms that'll just eat everything right um but somehow the, the Fremen are like protected from that. I don't know. And then the Fremen I also want to like, it's like the blue eyes or something. Maybe yeah. they're just like ah. The Fremen also <laughs> want to like terraform the like planet, so they're collecting water somehow on this planet where it's established that it never rains and there's like zero humidity <clears throat> and no precipitation. But I don't know where they get the water from. Right. But yeah, the, maybe the... there's like little rivers. They're not the little pockets of things in the desert. I've heard of that, like little like little pockets of like water. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But yeah, yeah. Okay. It was it was cool that scene where it was shown that water was kind of like a rare commodity, and it was kind of like fancy that they had water. Like that yeah. was interesting. Yeah, it's like one of the like that's like one of the cool things that it sort of shows. I think like we're talking about like the metaphors and how there's, it's like a really complicated story. It's like you see this really powerful army like the Atreides, um, towards the beginning when they first get to Arrakis, giving each of their soldiers or each of their workers like a little bottle of water and they're like preserve preserve this but then you cut to late or not cut to but then later in the film you see the the fremen and they have these huge reservoirs filled with water and the guy's talking about like how there's thousands of them and it's like oh so these really like these people that seem to not have much are actually just wise with the resources and they know what's valuable yeah. they know right, the spice okay. is invaluable they're like water is life water oh, is what's okay. valuable yeah that's that's Duncan's idaho by the way duncan idaho Yes, Duncan Idaho. Oh, yeah. Everyone else is obsessed with just spice. Yeah, so it's like the rest of the world is obsessed with this lavish thing that's not necessary, but then these people who seem to have nothing and have, like, no useful skills besides, like, maybe mining spice or they're just seen as, like, like insects that are bugging the rest of the, like, empire seem to have, like, no use to, the, like, the greater like capitalist empire but then they actually have the most valuable resource of all which is like an endless supply of water of right. water ah uh... question yes what is up with the doctor guy who betrays them who has that mark on his head that's oh dr yui <laughs> i can yes. ex- sort of explain that yeah um, okay he's dr yui is basically so he's the doctor and also just like up front I'm pretty sure he's like kind of like it's a little bit like 
uh, appropriation. Like it's a bit insulting, like the way he's he just looks. Sure. Um, just to be yeah, but um, um, Doctor Ua is uh, the doctor. I uh, already said that. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, point is, so he has a okay. wife. I think he has a wife that was Mrs. Um, Ua. Mrs. Ua, who <laughs> at one point was taken by the Harkonnens. Okay. And um, so he's kind of got like a vendetta against them, but right. he's like, um, so I think he, but for some reason he's like um, gonna try to betray them by pretending to work with them. So Harkonnens kind of, are are. Harkonnens are they the, the sting, the sting people. Yeah, Harkonnens yeah. are the redheads who are the reason they're fighting with the Atreides is because they want to be mining the spice. They don't want Atreides okay. to be mining the spice. Okay. Um, but Dr. Yue, uh, he's like, uh, not like he's, he's ultimately on the right side cause he like gives Leto the, the tooth thing. He's like, Hey, so when you're right by Baron Harkonnen, this right. is like, I'm doing all of this so you can get close to him and bite down on this tooth and, uh, and like kill him. That and, was such a stupid yeah. scene. I must say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, they let so much up to this teeth biting i'm like finally finally he will die and then missed and then like, pider the dies yeah he gets pider okay an- another thing this that isn't explained in this but it, my dad explained to me that why dr ua um because they have this thing about how pider's like i broke his like oath or whatever which isn't really explained but the, so the me- so the doctors it's also like each um family has a doctor appointed to them from this like school so and at the school they are doing conditioning where they are only loyal to their family they won't betray their family at all so that's why it makes ua like ua um betraying them even is supposed to make it even more shocking is because he's like supposed to like literally not be capable of betraying but he he wasn't right he was a triple agent he was doing a double double cross well sort of no he was literally just he he was double crossed. He wasn't expecting to die. He was expecting to come out alive ju- and just kill, um, like he was double crossed. Baron Harkonnen. Yeah, he was oh, okay. expecting to betray Baron Harkonnen, but also at the same time he had to betray Atreides because he had to kill Atreides in order to betray Harkonnen. <laughs> but then he it was a gamble. He didn't expect to die. Like he wasn't supposed to get killed. Like his right. Yeah. So he wanted revenge on the Harkonnens so badly that he betrayed the Atreides in order to get close to the Harkonnens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of very tragic. Yeah. And, and what's his kind name? of there's, it's very convoluted. There's, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, it could, that's the thing though. Like, is with this whole movie, I see the foundation for there to be like something better, mm-hmm. and it's just super like campy. Like it goes super campy the whole way. And yeah. um, I'm not. It goes but like, I think. Sorry, Funky. Oh no, mm-hmm. I think Campy is nice. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of Campy. I think it, it it's too like it's not simple enough to be Campy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's yes. really yeah. It's not <laughs> that like when you guys are explaining it, it's not that complicated. Like I think the movie does a really bad job of like you could show these dynamics. Like it's not super. There's two warring families. There's kind of like a couple betrayals within them. The spice is very valuable. There's people who are native to the planet with the spice. Like, it's not that crazy. Like, there's a lot of movies that have similar elements. Mm-hmm. This movie just does not care about showing you that. Like, they, <laughs> they think they, they do because they're doing all these, like, narrating 
narration and stuff, but they don't dramatize these things in the scenes. Yeah, because it's, just... it's all voiceover. Oh, it's all like they're like interior dialogue, just voiceover over them, like walking down a hall. Yeah. Oh, every time he talks, like every time he's like, why is this person doing this thing? Like, <laughs> he's so serious yeah. in his head. Like, I yeah. know, mm-hmm. I know it in my mind to be true. <laughs> like everything, like, you know what I mean? Like he's so every, every like melodramatic, he has a lot of those like intense inner monologues. What do you think they prioritized over like telling those basic elements? I, I um just bigness or like <laughs> kind of like theatricality and like costumes like right. how much do you think it costs to like puff up that guy and make him like float around the room oh that was so cool yeah. though like it that is pretty was cool, cool. that was pretty bring cool bring in well, the well, fat floating man <laughs> knowing about the five hour cut makes me think that there might be some version that is coherent and then Lynch refused to compromise on that so they just cut I feel like the studio is adding those voiceovers to try f- and make it more coherent I feel like the, yeah the studio and also I think the studio was wanted to make it a lot more like an action film because there is a lot of unnecessary like like war like the weird scene where Patrick Stewart's like fighting them but carrying the pug I don't know why the pug is there <laughs> Like, he's, like, running through a battlefield, like, clutching a pug. But it's, like, those battle scenes yeah. go on for a really long time. Or it's, like, there's a lot of, like, montages with them, like, traveling that go on for so long mm-hmm. that don't need to be there. Way too long. Show those, show off those effects. Yeah, like, showing off the first thing was really long. Yeah. When it's, like, you don't, it doesn't need to be that long. And you could, like, have more, like, character moments or something like mm-hmm. that. So it's, like, maybe they're just trying to make it more action-y and less sort of, like, political. Right. Mm. There's a, I feel like we kind of already talked about this, but just like with showing information, just in a movie, you can have a thousand characters go, that guy is the boss. He is, everyone respects him. I love him and whatever. That has less, if people literally say that for 20 minutes, that has less impact than a two minute scene where he walks in the room and everyone goes quiet. This movie has none of that. It's just everyone going, this guy's the boss or this guy's the best or this planet is good. And we don't see it. Like they just, it's just everybody talking about stuff. There's too much tell, not enough show. Yes. There's mm. like no show. There's no show. There's no show. A little bit. Except for effects that don't mean anything. Yes. The only sequence like, I could really engage with is the first time him and his mom get chased by the worm. Because it's like, okay, we get that this is a life and death thing. There's a big, big monster. Worm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it's a good sequence. I think I was, that was cool. I was also pretty engaged. Like, the Harkonnen, when they introduce the Harkonnens, it's kind of messy. Like, the way they do mm-hmm. it, it's, like, a lot of information coming to you at once about developing the Harkonnens. But I thought that was also pretty good, where it's, like, you show them just, like, disposing of stuff into this water, showing that they, like, find things disposable. And they keep right. upping it, where he's just throwing stuff into the sewer, until at one point, some servant comes in to bring flowers, and he also just, like, pulls out the, like, heart plug and kills him, being like, oh, people are also disposable. Like, I thought yeah. that was, like a decently effective character sequence but it was sort of like broken like paced weirdly and broken up with a lot of confusing dialogue yeah mm. that was a scary yeah. ass scene i i was like oh god like i hate that they had like plugs there yeah like, i didn't want to think about that and the, the, that this the doctors who are working on him have been like stitched up like that where it looks like they've been stitched so they can't see him or like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. it's, it's disturbing some good yes. lynching Gross. gore. How do you guys feel about the uh, remake? What do you... Or, is oh, it a remake or just Sure, a new... yeah. I mean... 
Oh, well, I have definitely some thoughts on that. Um, I would say that it is going to be interesting just thinking about how Denny Villeneuve's other movies work where he's like really like brutal. And the thing is that like it's going to take all the material. So like just strip away all the like goofy stuff from this movie and like basically just take the base of like the story and then it's going to be just like actually scary, I think, and like a little bit intense uh-huh. and like oh, that- because everything's not going to be super hammy, like they're going to see like all the the worms are going to look cool and like it won't look like really early 80s like 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 robot like like you the know what Roblox I mean like um, his like weird like blocky like um um thing that he was uh, his armor and mm. uh, yeah but I I totally think it's going to be cool and like. It's a stacked cast of people too. Like, um, I, it's got both the what? Yeah. I already have a letterbox review saved for the new uh, Dune on my phone. Save. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen it. I just thought of one uh, a couple months ago, and I had to write it down. That's cool. Mm. A sneak preview or lots of yeah. I'm not gonna. Do I'm, you, ha- you can. Yeah. You're gonna we have, have to wait. wait. You're gonna have to wait. We have we'll to see, wait. We'll <laughs> we haven't oh seen. My God. I actually thought the trailer was supposed to come out like. Y- today yeah it's supposed to come out soon and it hasn't and it oh, didn't come out i just read that somewhere but it's like whatever it'll it'll be out soon i don't know you know the book and i don't know what this new movie is going to be like but i didn't think the problem with this movie is like it's too much fun or the visuals look stupid like i thought they look great and i was like very into the aesthetic of it the whole time and i'm not like super excited to see the same story that makes no sense to me in a grim violent version but if he mm-hmm. can make the story accessible in a way that people can follow it without having read the books, I would be very impressed. And that's on the script, too, and whatever, not just him. Yeah. Because uh, it does seem weird to, like, try to tell a story based on five books. Um, like, that that's a very hard task to do. I feel like you should... Maybe this movie should just be about one book. They're going to chop be fine it in two. That. Yeah, this is, it's, gonna, a, it's a two-part movie. They're going to make it into two movies. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's nice. And I also think that they're probably going to like end it around the middle then, like kind of right at the betrayal part. That feels like a good like what? Like cliffhanger. Well, the right. like you know what I mean? Also yeah. This movie is like once um I think they the, it's just like info dump, but the time between him and his mother going to join the Fremen and him Yeah, yeah. and the fight at the end. There's supposed to be 5 years in yeah. between that. Patrick so, Stewart's like, I haven't seen you in years. And I was like, oh, really? So they might, yeah. <laughs> yeah That's actually like, right that about not? the point where they probably kind of skip over. Yeah. Because doesn't he also have his, like, sister is his, born? His sister's born. And the, that's yeah. all just, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, that's, right, like, montage right. info dump territory. Yeah. Because it's, like, the mom's pregnant. And then next time, it's, like, the kid's, like, five. It's, like, oh, okay. Can we get into <laughs> this little kid? This, like, oh my great, God, like, like yeah. It. I hate it. <laughs> I like the kid. It was so weird though, because it was clearly like a dub of some older person's voice yes. just being like, "Like you're crazy, like watch out for my brother," like so <laughs> so creepy. Um, it's like super disturbing. I think that's I, what I. Yeah. I think Denny Villeneuve should uh, hire you, Fergus, to do the little kid voice. In the, the, <laughs> the dub of ah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's creepy, and uh, uh, that even makes me think like that because nobody's like 
uh, I, I I read like to look at the cast of it, and there's no cast for her, and there's nobody cast for what's his name for uh, Fade, uh, Sting's guy. That oh, okay. uh, that would be like that would be introduced in like the second movie. I think they so they got to bring Sting sense. back. Please bring Sting. That would be. He deserves another shot. This this may not be a true fact. (laughs) I was like I was like watching this movie and I was like, why is Sting in this? Like Sting's a bad actor in Quadrophenio, and why is he in this? Like he's not a good actor. Um, but then it's not a good movie (laughs) but apparently the studio got him because it's like one of sting's favorite books oh interesting Uh, like that's what my dad said i have not fact checked that but i think cute if true but i feel bad for sting that this is what he got you want to know who else's favorite book this is who uh uh, stephen colbert oh and he loves like lore. He loves it. He's like, I want. I was. He was like, I wanted to be Paul Atreides so bad. He loves I was like, like imagining him with long hair. <laughs> he loves like Lord of the Rings and stuff too. Like he knows like the the you know history of every character and whatever. Oh no, he I, he he's so like he cares for like that culture so much. Like it's really endearing. I love it. <laughs> and uh, he's wonderful. No, Stephen Colbert. He's a, he's got a heart of gold, man. And uh, what do we, we say? Oh, Sting. Oh, actually, I want to say, who do you guys think could play Sting's character? Like, Fade? who's like sort of a kind of a, an out there person who could be like, ah, our like, Our pass? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I feel like we can get better. I, I think you would probably we can be get good. closer. Our okay, pass okay. would kind of kill our pass got coronavirus. So oh, they had to like dye oh, yeah, his hair did. though. Oh, he did. So they had to stop filming on Batman. Man, he, he has to stop partying. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's out there in London, I think. He's in London. Yeah. Um, who are, in it? Who are other actors? In it. <laughs> I'm what trying to a... think of a... I don't really know what that character Fish and is, chips. Though. He's like a hot-headed oh. Well, he's there for like a very few... I was, I was literally mm-hmm. just like, who's another like lanky blonde British man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, what's his name? Like a... Ben Wesla? Do you know who I'm talking oh, about? Oh, Ben Wishaw? Is that the guy from the British? Yeah. Ben Wishaw? Paddington? Ben Wishaw. Paddington. He would be kind of weird. Like, I think he would be super, like... I don't like, think he's really like, impo- yeah. imposing enough. He's Paddington no? Bear. He's so Paddington. I guess so. He's, so <laughs> he's also in, like, James Bond. He's, like, Q. Yeah, but he's, like, the, we- yeah, he's the oh, weapons guy. Oh, that guy. He's the weapons guy? Okay, I guess so. Fine. He can't be mean. He can't be, like, <laughs> He's rah. not imposing because he knows how to make a gun. Like, Ooh. he doesn't shoot a gun. In Skyfall, they meet at, like, an art gallery. And he looks perfectly in place <laughs> sitting at an art gallery. <laughs> okay, Lakeith okay, Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield Lakeith's- would be good. That be good would in be anything. something. Yeah, that would be cool. I love him. Mm. Who do we know who's already casted in it? Should we uh, go yeah, down the yeah. list? I can. T- we can totally go through the list. Isn't um, Zendaya well, in it? Zendaya's a Chani or Chani? Chani. I just was that, that was the Sean Young character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The one she's from the uh, the what Fremen. Are they called? The Fremen. The Fremen. And they fall in love very abruptly in this. Well, film. okay. Mm-hmm. So my father told me apparently in the book it's supposed to be like like instant chemistry because of some like mental link this might be wrong and my dad might just be like misremembering it it could be like something else but there's supposed to be something with like the the minds the like spice they have like a mental connection or something he sees like visions of her 
Yeah. And he's like, uh, Channy, just as beautiful as in my dreams. <laughs> like, he's like, that's his whole, that's he genuine. I think he right, says right. that Because he dreams about her yeah. at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's totally like, he's seen her in his head before. All right. Okay, we got mm-hmm. Zendaya. Chalamet is Paul, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is uh, Josh Brolin playing Leto? No, Josh Brolin is Gurney Halleck. He's Patrick, oh, he's Stewart. Patrick Stewart character. Yeah. Oscar Isaac is Leto? Yo. Oh, Oscar Isaac is, is yeah. Leto. Okay. Can, I, can I just say I love when Patrick Stewart reemerges after five years and he has a mullet. <laughs> oh my god i just remembered that yeah that's amazing when he has the blue eyes and the mullet he looks ama- like crazy he looks like no he looks cool like he looks kind of like he should be in like a hair metal band or something mm. <laughs> but um uh what's his name I'm trying to- uh, oh dave batista dave batista is gonna be a uh, rabban who is like the nephew of harkonnen oh who he's the he one in this movie so Rabin? Um, he the was- other guy i don't know he was oh i so- think it's it's Paul Smith from Popeye. He's like oh, the okay. huge guy, right? Yeah, he's the huge yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Who's who's next? Who stands next to Sting a lot? Right. Um, uh, and Stellan Skarsgård is going to be Harkonnen. Okay, okay. sure. Can, can I yeah. say something about Harkonnen in this film? I think Harkonnen is the best performance. I think Harkonnen and Piter are the most interesting people to watch. I think everybody else in this film looks like they want to go home. Like they don't want to be in this film. <laughs> they look like literally David Lynch was like. Yeah, roll the cameras, do whatever. I'm gonna yeah. go get a snack. <laughs> oh, Lady Jessica looks bored out of her mind <laughs> the entire time. She's like, "What do I have to do this movie? Really?" I, I think. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that's, that's a good take. That's true yeah. because, um, at least with the Baron, also he's the only character who I get how I'm supposed to feel about him. Yeah, you know, I get like I you see him treating people bad, and you're like, "Oh, that's the bad guy," mm-hmm. and and he makes me uncomfortable because he's like always like looking at people like he's gonna eat them. And he's like, he, and he's he like, eats someone. He's like, he does eat someone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, true. He's like, let me spit on your face just a little bit. Yeah. So oh, free. Free. I had and a reaction it's, it's to so that. So like, like lobby. Yeah. So like thick. It's gross. He's just like that was like a loogie. That's like that constitutes as like a like a like that was like from the back. <laughs> uh, I'm also excited. Um, Stephen McKinley Henderson is in the new one. He's the the priest in Lady Bird who uh, is like, let's have a crying contest. Oh my god, yeah! First one to cry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he play? He's got the big eyebrows in uh, this one. He's playing... Th- oh, he's the guy with the big eyebrows? Oh, who I... Yeah, yeah, I yeah. literally don't know what his job is. Peter. <laughs> he's the guy who, like, if you have to, you have to milk this cat, and if you don't, you'll die. Do you remember that part? Like when he gets a kid, oh. when he gets kidnapped, they literally like you have to milk this cat, and this cat has the antidote for the poison that we put in you. Like what? there's so much in that one little scene. I know. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. I like. He's like, like tied the, up with like heart monitor stuff to his chest, and like and there's like the rat attached to the cat, and I'm like, what is uh-huh. happening? Oh, it's a rat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a cat. No, oh, the, okay. no, there's a cat with a rat like taped to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and J- Jason Momoa is playing Duncan Idaho. Yes. yes, Duncan Idaho. And uh, Javier Bardem is playing the leader of the Fremen. Yes. What an American name. And uh, there's actually a really <laughs> cool one that I don't know if everyone knows. Like, I'm going to be super pretentious, but I, I love it. Is that Chang Chen is this guy. He's going to be, is Dr. Welling, is going to be Dr. Yu, Yue. And Chang Chen was in this movie, A Brighter Summer Day, yeah. which is like this like four hour like Taiwanese movie in the 90s. And like I got it on Criterion. And it's like Edward Yang. Beautiful. Right? 
Yeah, it's Edward Yang, and it's like beautiful, and like it's. I'm like, oh my god, you guys got like Chang, Chang like you guys got this guy, and like it's cool. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first English movie he's ever made. Oh, I don't wow. think he's ever. He's like he's like never come to uh, the United States before, so it's yeah, like exciting. Yeah. Is. Um. Wow. Should we? Oh, he's in. He's in Crouching Tiger, but that was yeah. You know, made in in China. Oh um, yeah. Oh, we apparently. Oh no, sorry. I, he's in the Secret Life of Pets, but only in the Taiwanese version. <laughs> oh, that yeah, that's, that's nice though. Uh, that's should sweet. we do our scores? Are we ready to do our wax? Wait. Scores? Oh, okay. Um, in a in a, I think we could go a little longer. Maybe okay. yeah. I mean, I have some. There's definitely some stuff to talk about. Like, uh, I, I felt like the whole like second half of the movie was like kind of like Flash Gordon. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's very like how so. Like it was very like uh, he gets on the worm and it's like electric guitar like bam bam. Oh yeah, yeah. The score done like, by Toto. Like it's crazy, yeah. It turned into like a party, yeah. What'd you say, Nara? The score is done by Toto. The score oh, was down in God. Africa. Yeah, they, <laughs> they literally the ra- they blessed the rain why- down in Arrakis. They blessed the rain <laughs> down. That's why it rains at the end. <laughs> They literally <laughs> rains down and out. Yeah, why did we sing that? I rains. That would be amazing. Africa's wow. just a couple of words. Like you just arrange them differently. Like you almost got uh, it. There's such a missed opportunity, Toto. Also, Brian Eno, <laughs> I think was was a part of this too. Damn. Also bizarre. But very. Yeah, weird. yeah, I do remember that at the beginning. This movie's crazy. It is I love. <laughs> I love the credits where. Oh, it's actually my favorite that. kind of credits where they show everyone's faces. They're, the, just, they're like, just because you didn't catch the name in this movie. because I didn't. Had... It was really helpful. <laughs> it's like a weird video game, like, like kind of like a, like a, like a sequence or something. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of actors is, yeah. I didn't recognize. Like, I didn't realize that was Virginia Madsen. From oh, yeah. Andy Man and Sideways. And her smell. Very and kind of a small part, but yeah. Did not recognize <laughs> <laughs> uh what's his name max von sito was also oh, yeah. in it he was like the old guy with the blue eyes who was like with them in the oh um, got... he, in the spaceship he's like, like the little one yeah, the pod. he's the one who was like how did you put on this suit the desert way yeah what what, what were they talking about <laughs> it just seemed right oh um what do you mean them oh they were just talking about the worms i think at one but point wait like no one should be, know how to put on a suit <laughs> yeah like it was just like it was the way that the freeman do it and they were like paul how do you know and he's just like i just did like it can, yeah it, it's but, so cool but i was like why are there multiple ways to put on this suit like shouldn't there yeah. just be like one way that's the right way it's just like a bodysuit <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe it's like to shame you if you don't do it properly they're just like Lito, you're actually dumb you're actually dumb Lito. get out of here your son should be duke it's like oh no you you're not you don't we shouldn't be sending you out you don't know what you're doing like it's yeah. maybe that's like a safety precaution like if you don't have it on right they're like okay maybe like come here with me we have to have, to have a talk with you we have to explain how you like us uh, put this on your nose and like yeah do you know, um, do you know it was weird what when the when the dad had damage tattooed on his forehead <laughs> oh <laughs> Oh wait, sorry. I'm thinking of Jared Leto, a traitor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, get this guy out of here. Boo Honestly, me. wouldn't be a Boo. bad idea to cast Jared Leto. Boo. I'm not even kidding. Oh, like, could fame? you see him as Timothy Chalamet's dad? Like the eyes. Could yeah. you not? I could see that. Isn't I could weirdly young? see that. I don't like him acting. I mean, you don't yeah, think he's. Don't like... 
Don't let him do that. But like, I want to give him a chance. I mean, you know, actually, his best role. Did you guys ever see Panic Room? Yeah, but in Panic Room, he's playing a shitty guy who you hate. That's what I'm talking about. Is because he's literally playing a piece of shit, and I'm like, you're you were born for this. You were born for this. He's the worst part of 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 the new Blade Runner, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Yeah, maybe they'll get him as Fade. Get him as Fade. Give him his chance. He could be Fade. He could be Fade. He's oh my god! Make Jer- Jared Leto for Fade. Hashtag Jared Leto for Fade, please. Get it trending. Leto. Leto for Fade. Leto for Fade. Leto for Fade. Oh no, you know, you know, actually, no, no. Joe McHale as Fade. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> Joe McHale from Community. Wouldn't Jeff that be amazing? Community. Jeff just from Community. Just because his just because his hair is pointy and he's yes. Rich. Come on, <laughs> give it. Just let him do it. Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest no, would eat no, this no, movie. Not, uh, not Ryan Seacrest. Not really. I have to veto mm-hmm. that one. <laughs> no, it's actually I have to veto that that's one. Where you, <laughs> I just have one thing. I read it in my notes, and I remember this happening in the film and me laughing at it. I don't remember what part it's at, but just to also back to how poorly this is written, he like talks about genocide and then defines the term genocide immediately after he says <laughs> genocide. They were like, like, we do want to explain something. They're like, uh, that's the word we should define. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's a genocide, or it's like they're trying to, like, it's going to be a genocide of the Fremen people, the like intentional like um, destruction of the race. And this I'm is... like, but... yep, we know what that word is. And I was like, I was like, why, like, wh- why? I was just like, mm-hmm. why is that important? Did who? Because they this... suck. Isn't that the, that's the Harkonnens? They they suck. They're just evil. They just mean and greedy. No, but why that's did their they, whole thing. But but like, they define genocide. But I'm like, why would you yeah. write that? Yeah, because it's like, because he was like, no, this is a genocide, a deliberate, the deliberate kill, <laughs> killing of the free, Fremen race. And then I'm like, okay, like, yeah. The the paragraph is like, this is a genocide of the Fremens by the Harkonnens over spice after we fold space time on the planet Atreides. <laughs> anyway, genocide means the deliberate uh, destruction of people. <laughs> Yeah. To find yeah. the other words. We don't know what you're talking about. That's the only thing we understood. <laughs> I this truly does seem like a film that too many people worked on, but not for a long enough amount of time. Like it's, it seems like it kept getting handed over, like somebody would write like two paragraphs and then it get handed over and there were and somebody would continue. And there were four walkie talkies, like at the whole set. Like no one was communicating. It feels like just straight yeah. oh being in those suits imagine being one of those like a hundred people in the desert in that like black suit from like head to toe Jeez. like just sweating like yeah. so hard that's... like and people don't even know like who you are like you're just right in the back that's why like, everybody that sucks. looked so bored and like they wanted to go home is because they were sweating in the desert in these black vinyl suits but you can shit oh in the God. suit and you can pee in the suit. Oh yeah, you turn back. Oh, is that real? Yes, you're right. They specify That's that. what Max von Sydow says. Not in real says. life. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where does it go? <laughs> I, I do think like if there is this five hour cut, it probably makes more sense. But it like that makes so much sense to me as soon as you said that that it's like oh it's the studio going in. It'll be more clear if we add a voiceover what he's thinking. It'll be fine. Just cut to the next action set piece. Just cut to the next special effect. Like. I, I feel like Lynch didn't make this by choice. And he said that, right? Yeah. Well, he wanted, like, didn't he want 
two in the first place or no actually um i this is something else that my supervisor told me is that he made this because dino de laurentis um it, like the producer who like helps him on like a lot of films is like hey if you do dune for us we'll we'll help you like fund like the next thing you want to make and he was like well i want to make this movie like blue velvet but can right. i do oh, that and so like uh that that was he was kind of like fine begrudgingly like i'll make dune if right. you help me with mm-hmm. this next movie so he didn't even like care about the story i don't think like, so I or think like he the was, book like, automatically yeah, I, I think he was kind of like, well, this seems interesting, but he's very uh, like the movie feels like he's very detached from right. making it. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait! I huh. just found out there was a mini series of Dune from the year two thousand and four. Oh yeah, yeah. With, with James McAvoy, right? It, one of the guys from Last Days of Disco is in it too. William Hurt, Alec Newman, Saskia Reeves, Ian McNeese, Julie Cox, Giancarlo Gian- Giannini. Yes. <laughs> Giancarlo Giannini. Um, that name sounds familiar. What's his name? Matt Kieslar. Is he? Is that? Yeah, who it Matt Kieslar plays Spade. Yeah, he's the guy. He's like I found to be like one of the more boring guys in the last days of disco. Do you know what I'm talking? about? Have you guys no. seen this movie? Oh, no. it's okay. What is it? But it's this like it's a bunch of people going to like clubs in like the 70s or the 80s or no the 80s, but it's like like very like bo- like white like upper class new york mm-hmm. movie like it's like chloe savini oh but like he's just i remember reading about the dune miniseries and being like the, they got that guy <laughs> matt kiesler <laughs> like it, it wasn't he, he was also in a scream movie sorry huh. i'm going on a weird Wait. tangent about matt kiesler okay sorry <laughs> on wikipedia there is the 136 minute version which i guess is the one that we saw but then there's a 186 minute version 50 extra minutes oh. that was on tv uh-huh. Oh. oh, about this. We're go- oh yeah. Hold <laughs> on. This is the series. This no. This is the the Lynch one. And the I, Lynch one. I was looking okay. up their budget. Their budget was forty to forty two million, and then they made uh thirty seven million Jeez. in North America. Oh wow! What the hell? <laughs> I. You know what? I might. <laughs> I might try to read the book. <laughs> if you You're want, on I can I can lend I, you the graphic. I'm not committing graphic novel of like oh. the first part. That There's sounds habits? that sounds accessible. Though. Yeah, I can, There's gotta be. I'll grab the books from my cottage. We can have a little book club meet back <laughs> after the Timothy Chalamet ones released. And I'd be down. Let's <laughs> see how it compares. Because like, so there's, there's, there's gotta be love a, for it from the books. Yeah. There's a graphic novel of the book. Yeah, I have like a comic book of like the first first installment oh shit that might be cool i think yeah. i tried in high school once and i couldn't get through the first book but yeah. i don't think i got very oh, far no. oh no <laughs> my, my i haven't been able to get through a book in a while like i don't think i could start with dune i think i have to like <laughs> any book start a little bit smaller than start with yeah. like garfield <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure just go to like away. <laughs> just go to like newspaper like uh comics uh yeah saturday comic section um do you want to rate this now? Yes. Any final okay. thoughts before I... we rate? Um, uh, yeah, go for it. Fine I would do... I'm just gonna think. Oh, sorry. I. I don't have any final thoughts. I have no I mean, more I, thoughts. I think that d- I would do Whack Actor I... Avenue, but I just found it very hard to engage with what anyone was doing because I didn't know. I feel like happening. we did that earlier. Yeah, yeah I'm just we, looking at some of my through, notes. Um, uh, I'll, I'll give my number. Get yeah, All right, it. what's your number? I said this one. I think it would be far too easy to give this one. 
a high score. But I don't want to give it that because I just feel like I don't know. It's not like I think it's whack that they didn't explain a lot of things. <laughs> but I do think the world's very cool and I don't think it's too like too whack of a concept like I've seen sci-fi that gets way more convoluted than this. It is in like that lack of of um pulling the viewer through uh, the plot that is whack to me. And I'll give that whackness a two out of five. Two out of five? All right. <laughs> that whackness. Cool. Um, yes. I can go next. Sure. <laughs> I, right. yeah, like, it is whack. I think it's more like the story around how this movie was made is whack more so than the film itself. Mm. The film itself is just messy. I don't think it's that whack. Like Funke said, it's a pretty convention. And like Seb, you were saying earlier, it's like all the elements of the story like can be present and are present in other stories. It's just done in such a messy way here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I don't mm-hmm. think I can give it a whack rating. I think some of the visuals are pretty whack. Like I think the weird like Roblox shield suits are crazy. <laughs> I think Patrick Stewart running through the battlefield with a pug is crazy. <laughs> um, I yeah. think the eyebrows, I think the tank getting pushed out and then they're like vacuuming up the goo that was left behind is kind of yeah that was cool like i think think artistically like through the artistic direction and visually there's like some whack stuff but i think the story itself is not that whack so i think i'm gonna give it like Mm. a three understandable I'm, i'm actually gonna give it a four because i do think it's a really weird it's like a strange book and a strange director very much going for it even if he wasn't committed to the material like there's not there's not a second of this movie that's conventional someone mm-hmm. on letterbox said it actually it's like the only sci-fi movie that feels like it was made by aliens like, <laughs> rather than about <laughs> aliens said that? <laughs> i can't remember but i i i, I have to agree yeah. uh okay so for me yeah, I definitely. I think I'm gonna go right down the middle, and I'm gonna give it a two out of four. And I'm gonna give it a two out of four. We because... rate it. It has to be out of five. Oh, out of two out of five. Okay, so I'm gonna. Do to give it, it two three, and a half? Two and a two point five out of five. Is that that's, like that's legal? Right in the middle. Is that half? That works yeah. on the wagon. Right, 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 right in the half. Yeah, it's exactly um, half. So basically, though, I think it's half because yeah, it just feels like not fully formed, and mm. like. Uh, it's super like cheesy and like uh, kind of just like something that again like was made like kind of begrudgingly like and not really with passion that it seems like this really complicated um, material would like need somebody who really like cares deeply and is like I like want to do this right or I don't want to do this at all Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of again, so that's why it didn't work. And uh, but you know what? I gave it a two because or 2.5, like whatever, like right in the middle. Um, because like it's not all bad, and like there's so things I like about it. Like, I think it's funny, and I actually totally agreed with like Nara in that there were certain people, like when you're watching them, they were fun to watch, like yeah. uh, like Piter DeVries, like everything he was doing was like, I was like, just I want to keep more scenes with Piter. When he died, I was like, no, like, are you kidding me? Like, I was like, you were helping me get through this movie <laughs> that guy's the voice like, of chucky yeah brad Dourif. really mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 
Oh man, he's a he's a he's an old uh, kind of older uh, character actor from like the seventies, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he one did... flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yes. Who's he in that? He's he's guy, one of the guys. He, he commits suicide near the end. He has kind of issues with his mother, and the nurse riles him up on purpose. I think he he oh, was. That. I think he got nominated for best supporting. Do they um do do they like um electrify him in the head? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought they did that a lot in that movie. They do it a couple times. <laughs> oh, they do. They okay. do. They do. Uh, oh, I actually wanted to mention something else. Uh, this is more just a comment. Is that when he was talking to his mom, he was like, walk without rhythm and it won't attract Oh, yeah, the worm. that was very weird. <laughs> I know, but like, that's a line. I'm like, where have I heard that before? And I'm like, it's in that thing with the Christopher Walken, like, like, um, weapon of choice. Like, oh, yeah. Like, da 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 Yeah, that he's saying that. Or like, it's not necessarily a sample of Dune, but it's from Dune, I think. Walk without rhythm, man, it won't attract the worm. And I was like, that's hilarious. And I was like, you know oh. what? That's enough. That's funny enough that like, yeah, that's thank funny. You this film, that's, I think that like getting that reference might make watching this film worth it. But <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend rewatching this ever to anyone. No, it's just stressful. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, it is like, uh, Fergus, what you're saying, like how you see there's a lot of cool things going on there and like you want them to excel. Yeah. I, I do want some of these concepts. Like the Harkonnens are very fun to watch. I don't know if maybe if the movie was was focused on them and more clear, I would have a, a more of a blast with it. But you know, cool world. It's got me. It's got me interested in figuring out more about Dune. Mm-hmm. I also actually read that they're gonna try and expand more with like his mom and like Chani because they're very much like sort of like very one-dimensionally kind right. of or it feels like they're mm. very much like no like my husband or my boyfriend and right, it's like yeah. trying to i think they want to definitely work bet more on that material in that way i yeah. might be interested to see this movie once i know what's going on like from the book or the other movie and be able to like actually understand the choices True. that were made yeah but oh. it's yeah before we sign off final note that is the basis of both of my letterbox reviews I think Keanu would have been the perfect Paul. I think, I think, um, what's his name? Who's the Kyle MacLachlan is just acting uh-huh. how Keanu did at that time in every movie he was in. <laughs> wow. I think he was giving a very Keanu performance. <laughs> oh, I, can see I, that. Like, I love Kyle MacLachlan, and this movie I makes me hate Kyle MacLachlan. I think Keanu <laughs> would have done a great job at that. I think Keanu. I'm pro, would have been I'm great. pro Kyle. Yeah, You're yeah pro no, Kyle? I mean like. I'm pro Kyle. Keanu well. could. I actually got to be say I'm pro. I I I'm pro Keanu for this choice because like mm-hmm. he could just do it like the reserved like the just holding his face in just like I'm a prince like you know what I mean like, <laughs> I'm just can like you, I could see it. That's how we <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um yeah, thank you for All listening. Right. Thank you what, for do we have a, do we have yeah. any Oh, do I have to give the we, score? Did we get the number? Yeah, the score. Oh yeah, do we have the final number? Who's machine go beep boop. Beep, beep. Beep, 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 beep. 2.875 <laughs> for uh dune pretty good uh, 2. Pretty, what was the number again 2.875 out of 5 pretty pretty okay. medium hot medium heat above room temperature <laughs> nice. you know that's what i expected 
yeah. I was like, I, I know there's going to be so much to talk in this like hot, like garbage pile of a movie. And <laughs> <laughs> like, but it'll be fun. And like, yeah. uh, and totally. And honestly, again, like, I think this just makes me more excited for the new one because it's going to be like this, but like what it was supposed to look like. Yeah. I am. I'm also excited. Mm-hmm. That's that's gonna be a blast. Do we know that when that's uh, coming out again? Next like, year? Got it. It's not this year. <laughs> it was supposed to come out this year. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um. Yeah, Fergus. Thank you so much for hopping on the pod. Thank you for us. joining us. Thank you. Is, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, this I had a, a blast. great time. This was like we, such a. I've never done a podcast before. Like I think I maybe mentioned that, and it's so much fun. And like, just thank you for having me on. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for Dude, walking us time. through it. No problem. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Please, yeah. You got to come back on another one. I would love to. I totally have some in mind. I have good ideas. Perfect. (laughs) Let's go. How does Adam wrap this? Uh, Thank you to Emma Kudlak for the art and Ian Mills for the music. Shout out. Follow us uh, at Insomniac Fest on Instagram and Twitter. Yes. I think it's Insomniac underscore Fest on Twitter. Insomniac underscore Fest on Twitter. Uh, how does don't the movie the underscores, folks? I don't remember. It... Oh, can I make a shout out? Quick shout out. Yeah, do sure. a shout out. Yo, shout out to he had nothing to do with me watching this movie, but my friend Connor because he loves movies and like he just yeah. deserves a shout out. Like, yeah, love you, Connor. Thank you, Connor. I'm just here. Yeah. Yo, I don't know how Dune right. ends. I don't, I don't remember. Um, if you're listening, picture a credit sequence. That's of our faces. Us and we're set to quiet waves. Yeah. Aww. Very serene. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Movie watchers. Bye. Mom, get out. I'm doing a podcast.